Welcome to the Fleet Geeks podcast. We're here to help develop fleet and transport professionals. Do you want to progress and develop your skills and knowledge? We promise to bring lively conversation and debate around interesting issues and keep you bang up to date with changes in our awesome industry. The Fleet Geeks are a community of professionals and if you enjoy the podcast, why not join the discussion for free in the Fleet Geek community over on Facebook. There's three of us today. Yeah, back to full strength. We're only at half strength last week, weren't we, Mark? With that journey, third strength. Yeah, oh, I've just just realised actually that I need to edit that name, don't I? I need to edit my name. How do I do that? Well, um, have you changed your name? You haven't told us. No, because I've not got Jamie on here, have I? Ah, yes, yeah. I need Top to edit right. that. Uh, a little menu button at the top. Oh, that's yeah. it. Look, look, he's got this. Yeah, we've got a we've, we've got an IT geek in there. Let alone a yeah. fleet geek. Synonymous with IT geekery, I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to try. And, I'm not going to try and spell his surname though, Mike. Not live anyway. It'll get you a few points at Scrabble though, wouldn't it? Yeah, we'll get a few points at Scrabble. I think it's too many letters for Scrabble though. Isn't it? <laughs> <Can> <laughs> well, we say that? We'll have say that. I don't know. Unless someone put ski, and then you could like you could add it. Then couldn't you? But you're not, yeah. Oh no, you're allowed names now. Anyway, we digress. We digress with a bit of banter. But yeah, we're back at full strength this week. Uh, welcome back to Jamie, having done his fours prep for our, one of our clients last week. We're all here and we're going to be talking about the thing on everybody's lips just now. And it's not, I don't know. It's not the weather. Yeah, it's not the weather. What, what, what's on everyone's lips at the moment? Monkeypox. Well, hopefully it won't be on anybody's oh, lips. Oh yeah, monkeypox. There we go. Well, that's going to date the episode then now, isn't it? But anyway, oh, we're, we're dating yeah. the episode because it's today that the, law, the, the rules have gone live i don't know is it law or is it regulation i don't know uh well well um it's a difficult one this one it yeah. is um it because it doesn't affect it's not uk law it's eu law but um because you have to have an inter well it is kind of because you have to have an international operator's license now to operate vans between two and a half and three and a half uh tons. that's what we're talking about anyway Abroad, yes indeed. <laughs> that's what we before i look about vans over yes. two and a half tons, over two and a half tons. So anything over two and a half Europe. tons now into Europe. Um, but I was interested. The thing about is it law? Yeah, well, it is because you need an international operator's license, and that's UK law. So um, although it's something that isn't, you know, I think one of the points I think we'll probably get onto later. People are saying, "Oh, this is a this is a foretaste of things to come," and we'll all be having operators' licenses for vans in, in domestically, which I don't think we will, but. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. So, what do you know about this, then, fellas? What's the what's the what's the crack then with the uh, vans into Europe? Well, what have we been I, hearing on the grapevine? Well, if I if I've, I've I've looked at a little bit of this and I've confused myself a little bit more, I'll be perfectly honest. Hopefully, you'll be able to put a straight mic. No pressure. Uh, obviously, you're going to need a transport manager. Uh, yeah. Hold an international license. There is there is a uh, a caveat that if you can prove that you've been managing fleets of vans for the last ten years, uh, from, I think from 2020, um, that is. Uh, you have a bit of a stay until 2025, where by that point, then you've got to take your uh, CPC exam. Yeah. Uh, so I'm saying like I know what I'm on about at the minute, but that's going to change. But there's a few no, no, things that's, that's, that that's confuse that's... me. Things like the MOT, a van is a, a class four MOT. So what happens then? Does it, does it now have to go for, for the annual test? No, I, I, think, I, think, I think it doesn't affect construction and use. It doesn't affect um, So I don't, I don't really think it affects uh, things like MOTs. But of course, if they get pulled over on the roadside and got a prohibition, then what would happen? 
How, who? Yeah. So it, in terms of your maintenance, it's on the operator's license, isn't it? It's on the operator's license. Yeah. So in terms of your maintenance, you're going to have to come if you operate vans, essentially, because that's what we're talking about. Nearly. Well, actually, say vans. A large number of people, uh, it seems, I don't, not that I'm aware of this, but a large number of people seem to be operating cars uh, with trailers and, and the combination. So it's not just the van or the vehicle itself. It's a combination. If the gross vehicle weight is above two and a half tonnes, which you think about it, that would be like those big Volkswagen Tiguans and things like that. Um, if they're pulling a trailer, say, with a car on the back or you know something along those lines, um, yeah, they're going to need to be included on your operator's license as well. So it's not just vans, it's it potentially cars as well. Um, but so, yeah, they're going to have to go on your operator's license. And, and as such, they're going to have to go on your maintenance uh, schedule. But um, as, as, as far as I'm aware that, you know, obviously, like any other vehicle, you can set your maintenance, you can set your inspection frequencies as you see fit. And um, so it, what it will have to presumably then have to fall in line with the guide to maintaining roadworthiness, which means an inspection at least every, well, you know, at the very, very most 13 weeks. So um that's what yeah that's it it's yeah, that's why i look into that mike and i've read the guide to maintaining road weapons which was updated uh not too uh long ago was it we yeah could do with that guidance could very, be my, very, very vague yeah what i what i have heard is included though so there's a few questions i've heard people ask and one of them was will the van take up some of your hmm. license allowance hi it's pete from flagship partners we're really proud to sponsor the fleet geeks podcast Flagship partners offer a range of consultancy and training services to ensure that our customers remain compliant and have the best possible knowledge to be able to fulfil their work. If you're interested in support with any of our safety, HR or compliance services, or you want to train to be a transport manager or need driver CPC training, give us a call today. Yeah. And it will, won't it? You need to, yeah. you, you'll need to declare it on your operator's license on vehicle yeah. online. And therefore, it's one of your allocated vehicles, right? Yeah, I mean, if let, let's let's if you went and did a bit of a case study, let's say that French Transport Limited at the moment operated uh, five HGVs and five vans, uh, and intended to operate them abroad. Uh, then, and, and Fred's HGVs Limited only had, or Fred's Transport Limited only had uh, an authorization for five HGVs. Then they're going to need to seek a, uh, a, a major change to their license. They're going to have to seek a, an, an increase in their authorization. Simple and that, that is financial standing as well. Financial standing. If you're an existing operator, the financial standing means that for your vans, to add your vans on within the margin, if you've got a margin, uh, it's £800 uh, a vehicle. So it's, like, it's less. Um, but of course, if you if you don't have an operator's license and you are running vans, just solely vans, then you're going to need a, a new application for an operator's license. Uh, and, and, and the eight thousand pounds for the first vehicle still stands, as far as I can see. So, you know, to run five vans, you're going to need eight thousand pounds plus eight hundred quid each for every every subsequent van. Subsequent. Oh, I got told off for saying subsequent the other day. Subsequent oh. van. I must admit, I, I read some contradictory guidance to that because I read £1,600 for the first vehicle and then £800. You may be right on that. Yeah, you may, I, also, I also read what you just said as well. 
Yeah, no, that, that's no. So, yeah. So, so sixteen hundred pound for the first vehicle, eight hundred pound for every subsequent vehicle. Um, that's if you're a new license holder, but if yeah. you're an existing license holder, it's eight hundred pounds. Yeah, you're already in, right? But, wow. but, but I suppose if you take it back a little, where if you take it back a notch, if you were just a standard operator, if you had got a standard national operator's license uh, already, then you're still going to have to go up to a uh, a standard international so yeah. transport manager blah 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 so yeah it, we all know that international transport managers are worth more than national transport managers don't we mark well uh, <laughs> i may disagree with that <laughs> absolutely um yeah i mean it, yeah and again for those those who uh, those listeners who were uh, the listener who is not aware of that um since 2011, yeah, it's it's a combined exam now, so you have to take the international and the national. Um, but yeah, the, there's plenty of people with nationals uh, around, and um, that would obviously have to upgrade to an international for this. Uh, do, do we know though, fellas? Do we do we know? I mean, anecdotally, I saw a post. I think I, I think um, our, our good friend James Adcroft put a post up from the Microlees conference the other day and said that. Uh, he, I think he was quoting uh, Richard Turfitt and said it only had 279 applicants uh, so far. Um, I'm surprised it's 279. On the rare occasions that I've been to Dover and Calais and Dunkirk and what have you, I can't recall seeing that many UK registered vans waiting across. What do you think? No, no, I don't think so. I think it's, um, I, th- I think it's a bigger thing foreign vehicles coming here i do yeah it's what is what i think i yeah yeah, so i've got to be a bit careful how i say this but i i see a lot of eastern european two and a half to three and a half ton curtain side vehicles coming into the uk that's that's the main like we've not had i can say categorically from flagship partners point of view we've categorically we've not had a single inquiry for someone to help for us no. to help them, excuse the really loud radio outside. Someone's just pulled up and they've got like a <laughs> nightclub or something. It is, uh, yeah. It's not my loud. taste of music, but we'll go with it. It's pretty loud. Um, no DJ. Yeah, but um, there's yeah, there's nothing. We've not had any inquiry come through or anything like that. No. I've not really seen. So the other place that normally you would see the inquiries is on the Facebook groups. You'd see people yeah. asking. For transport managers for this type of operation, and I haven't really seen any of those either. No, to be no. honest, I've, I mean, I've been looking, looking through A's and D's. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, as you'd be pleased to know, Pete, I haven't really got time to go through all the A's and D's. But I've been having a kind of brief. Yeah. What's he doing? <laughs> like a slave driver. <laughs> um, applications and decisions, dear listeners. Uh, applications and decisions, which you'll find is a great place for if you're nosy. And I think all three of us, I think if we were have to confess a little bit, we are a little bit nosy with stuff. Yeah. Uh, if you look in applications and decisions, all new applicants and all new variations to operators' licenses, etc., are in applications and decisions of eight traffic commissioners. And, um, uh, you, you know, to have to go through all those would be a, a, a nightmare. But I can't, again, just anecdotally, I've not seen a great deal of like, um, well, as Richard Turfitt says, 279. So um, it's not um, a big, it's not a big number, is it? Considering there's tens of thousands of uh, vehicle operators in the UK. Well, I, spoke uh, to a, I spoke to a guy the other day who's, uh, who, uh, who, was, who was having a bit of a panic about it. And I said, well, what do you do? 
he said, well, we, we moved pharmaceuticals across. Uh, and I said, well, who's, who's ours? They said, well, ours. We, we said, we, we, if actually it's all internal, we just send them to other branches in across Europe. We, we not even distribute to the end customers. Well, restricted operators license. You're restricted. You don't, don't need an operator's license because it's a restricted. You wouldn't need one uh, an, a standard international anyway. So do I, nothing oh yeah because because that, that's the other point isn't it they're moving their own goods this is only for value only for and reward, reward, yeah. reward yeah yeah it's it is confusing isn't it it is confusing it is it is it's only for high reward which i think takes a lot of people um out of the game I, I i just don't see i might be wrong and please you know what we want is people to interact with these sort of things and tell us that you know you're absolutely barking um, you know, there's hundreds of operators who are every day going down to the channel ports and um, and crossing to Europe. I, I just don't think there is. No. I can't think what market we'd be exporting out there on these vehicles. To be on vans, you know, it's, yeah. 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 I mean, couriers maybe. I did, I once knew of a company, I did some work at, at a company down in Dover who were couriers, and basically they, they, their specialism was taking vans, but I mean, they're going to be well ahead of the, you know they're going to be well ahead of the curve is they'll what they do. yeah they'll be, they'll be on it already the yeah interesting well i think it'll be interesting to see how it unfolds uh over the next sort of six months and just see you know see how people deal with it and how it's enforced and uh you know we'll start to hear some stories of what's been happening right i would have thought as with most things, we wait and see. So in summary then if if you need if you've got a van and you're operating over two and a half a thousand kilograms or two and a half tons um uh, you know that puts us into ford transit kind of connect territory really doesn't it and, yeah uh, vw transport that type of thing yeah car, um, it falls car derived vans yeah, fall into this yeah yeah and if you're pulling trailers you know even a car you know it doesn't just stop at anything over two and a half tons combination weight or gross vehicle weight if it's just the vehicle um, so you're going to need an international operator's license if you're moving goods for hire or reward, which is uh, which is um, basically you're moving third party goods. They're not your goods. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to need that international operator's license. There's a bit of a a bit of a, 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 a sort of um, bidding in period in terms of an operator's license requiring a transport manager. As Jamie said earlier, if you can prove you've had 10 years experience in, in, in managing vans, then. Um, you've got until 2025 to take your international mm-hmm. transport manager exam. Yeah. Um, you're going to need that financial standing, and of course, you're going to need room on your operator's license if you haven't already got uh, a margin. You're going to need the margin, or you're going to need additional vehicles to cover that um, cover mm-hmm. that lot. And I think, uh, and, and I think personally, I'm not sure about the MOs. Good question about the MOTs, that uh, Jamie. But yeah. I think uh, you know, you, you, it, because they're on your operator's license, they're going to be on your maintenance schedule. So. Probably a little bit more frequent servicing for vans or inspections of vans wouldn't go amiss, would it? Really? <laughs> no, true. Um, and I guess just true. just from a driver management point of view, from a driver management point of view, you're because we've talked a lot about the maintenance side of things. I, I'm aware that you're not going to need a CPC because the CPC the, the license isn't going to be recognised. Yeah. So they're not going to need a CPC. They're definitely going to want to make sure they follow a, a vehicle check process. Yes, definitely. Yep. Yeah, they're yeah. on a driver defect and reporting process, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, tachographs. They... So tach- t- tachographs are not going to be required according to the mobility package. Tachographs not required until twenty twenty six. Okay. However, okay. in Germany, as I understand it, in Germany, 
um, they require the use of logbooks, which, of course, we don't in the UK. Uh, on Well, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because that brings that into a little bit of... Um, uh, so vehicles... Okay. Are so also get off the GB domestic rules. GB and it's domestic, not GB domestic. But it's not GB domestic. So my understanding is Germany require the AETR logbooks um, to be used um, in Germany. So I think you can get them from our... Uh, the, the various uh, trade associations, etc., etc., the RHA, Logistics UK, whoever. So the that's the um, AETR, uh, uh, like kind of recording hours. I don't know what they call it actually. It's not domestic, is it? Uh, the recording of hours. And I think you require that for Germany, certainly. But I wouldn't mind betting some of the other countries. You know, make make a record of your hours. That's probably the, the key, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say I wouldn't fuck around. You could, you could drive to the south of Italy in a van without a taco without stopping, couldn't you? To be honest with the yeah, fuel. Yeah, very yeah, so, much so. You're right. Exactly. You're regulated to that extent. Yeah. So there we go. There we go, folks. If um, interesting to see um, it's very interesting. in the comments, whatever. Yeah. Obviously, we're, you know, we, we never mean these things to be a sales pitch, do we, fellas? But we're always here to help. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's like everybody, it's, we, we, you know, well versed with operators licensing, but you know this this is a, a reasonably new thing. But we we will be all over it if you need our help. So yeah, absolutely. And I think I think that's the thing is often with these things when they come in is we only have so much time and so much capacity to be able to focus on certain things. So until someone comes in and says I need this help, in which case we'll pull the resources to to make sure that we can support it and and, and offer the required services. But yeah. until such point, there's you know, we'll, we'll essentially just chew the fat over it and keep an eye on it, right? So um, I think, uh, yeah, it's very, very interesting to, to, to see, really. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a Lauren, you'll be all right. Yeah, I, I hope you've uh, hated today's podcast and I hope that you don't share it with anyone. Uh, and, you know, I hope that you don't listen again. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, please do, uh, please do like, subscribe and share. And uh, yeah, I hope you found this interesting. Please do join the community over on Facebook. Uh, we've got free networking uh, on a regular basis, on a monthly basis. So please do sign up for that. And we'd like to hear your thoughts and your experiences as well around the, particularly this uh, new situation, any stories or anything like that. Please do share them with us and uh, you can join the conversation. It'd be fantastic. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please share with your friends and colleagues too. Join us for free on Facebook with the Fleet Geeks community for transport and fleet managers. Fleet Geeks offers ongoing professional development, networking and mentoring too. So get in touch with me, Pete Rushmer, on any social media platform to find out more.